0: Hey, welcome back to The Fist
1: Podcast. This is Brian. This is Black Knife Throwing... Black Throwing Knife wielding Daryl. What? I'm having... I have my Black Widow Throwing Knife in my hand. i was just... Feeling the weight and the balance of it.
0: Do, 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 do you need me to throw you off a cliff?
1: Why'd you throw me off a cliff?
0: Well, you know, that's <laughs> what Black Widow does. Well, <laughs> she When I say Black Widow...
1: Well, not Black Widow is in that. I know what you meant, but like it actually has a Black Widow on it, which I don't know why.
0: Ooh, fancy! It's a, you've got a fancy called, Black Widow knife. What can I say? It's called Perfect Point. Perfect Point. Is it because the point is legitimately perfect? Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. How very Thanos of you! Of course, that would make you right if you were Thanos. Yes thanos was right he was he was so right <laughs> actually no he wasn't right that's the problem and we know why he wasn't right because of half measures yeah well he did
1: say he was gonna in Endgame, he was gonna split every to what he said he was gonna strip it down to
0: the very last atom Mm-hmm. i mean he became right eventually but like his initial like thing was no not at all he wasn't right at all he was weak which is why thor cut his head off <laughs> An effing disappointment. Emotional damage. (laughs) So I've been watching that. Okay, quick aside, Stephen he, I I don't know why I just found out who this guy is. I'm so late to the game. (laughs) And Haley and I have just been watching like his videos every time we're together. (laughs) Oh man. Um, but we 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 figured out that I am a professional Asian dad (laughs) with the way I raise her. Oh, well, because like, okay, so if she gets one B, I'm like, oh, you're a B student. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I knew what you exactly what you meant. Like, I'm I'm a hundred percent gonna start calling her the the failure, the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annie, who's a All right, so this week we we've got a short week, just two things to talk about, really. Um, one, the season finale of the boys, because mm, Chef's kiss. Uh, into the Terminalist, mm, chef's kiss. Um, now the Terminalist. we're not going to do spoilers because I'm only a little more than halfway through this show. Um, but Daryl finished it. So we're going to, we're going to talk all about it. Spoiler free up until the yes. midpoint of episode five. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, we can just speak about it in generalities anyway, but it's yeah. uh, it's super exciting. Anyway, uh, quickly, how has your move been going?
1: It is going. Uh, all most of the big stuff is is here. I'm just looking at my just yes, disaster of pops and other stuff in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. When I mean my bedroom, I mean I should say my office slash podcast room so you're your, on the your, yet. Yet. your <laughs> office
0: your podcasting office your office. uh sure i had a friend her like bedroom office was so small she called it the cloffice <laughs> for closet office <laughs> because she also like had all of her clothes in there but yeah it's pretty funny so yeah it's when it was the, yesterday
1: was the or well, not yesterday the So Wednesday was the first night I actually slept here. And that was by uh, necessity because the power went
0: out at the old apartment. Oh. Hey, did you break into the old apartment? What do you mean? You know, the old bare naked Lady song. No, I did not. I broke into the old apartment. This is where we used to live. Anyway. Evidently you do. Yeah, evidently I do. Because bare naked ladies used to be cool. At some point, I'm sure. Probably not because I like them. Anyway, <laughs> nice. So the um, the podcasting nerdin studio is uh, clean for a change. And, and it's part uh, jail cell now too. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, every few weeks he's, you're going to turn it over, like
0: we said. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to come in like when she's laying there. And like pull her out of the bed and be like flip the mattress over and be like what is this and like hide contraband I can't under hands against the wall. I'm, I'm like put I'm gonna put stuff <laughs> under there and be like what is this comic book? How dare you read Catwoman? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing reading Saga? I don't know if it's good because I haven't read it since it came back. <laughs> is it? It's back. Yeah, it's been back for like six months. I have them all. I just haven't read them. Anyway, I'm I'm afraid to. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of afraid to, especially because they killed my favorite character. Yeah, so. which made me sad. So sad. Aww. Made you thad? I was thad. <laughs> I was what you would call thad. <clears throat> anyway, um, but yeah. So you know, everything's good in our world. If that's the case, why don't we? Uh, just hop right on into the boys. And let's get going. Okay. So this episode is uh, the instant white hot wild. Uh, again, just like last week, directed by Sarah Boyd. But this one was written by Logan Ritchie and David Reed. It came out today, July 8th, of, as of recording. Um, it opened. Okay. So when it opened, did you think it was like a dream sequence maybe? Yeah, it just because of the whole, it, based on how last
1: week ended, and it was just such a jarring type of, I, I almost want to say wholesome moment, but yeah, it it, did, it felt so off kilter from where we left things right, last week, right, right, which was good, I because it threw it threw me off balance for a second.
0: Well, yeah, so Homelander is like lands and is sitting there talking to Ryan. He's like, "Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing?" I'm your dad. Remember? And he's like, yeah, I know you're my dad. You hate me. I killed the thing you loved. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not, I don't hate you. I was just disappointed. You're my failure. <laughs> I had to yeah. walk uphill to school both ways on one leg until they invented physics. And then I was able to walk with both legs. So yeah, I, I really <laughs> like that scene though. It was really good. I mean, like, um, the, th- the whole thing with Mallory was interesting the whole you know just kind of the whole thing about it I I enjoyed yeah he gave right it's funny because
1: when we were talking earlier today like this was an episode about fathers and sons and missing out on things I mean we got butchers kind of butchers backstory uh last week
0: right and yeah
1: we knew, we knew it was, you know, it was an abusive, you know, he had an abusive father, but actually mm-hmm. seeing it play out and seeing, you know, what his brother did, you know, committed suicide. It was a, and Homelander for this whole time, you know, all he's wanted is to be human. He and, just wants a family. Yeah. He, he just wants a family. And, you know, after, you know, like I said, after what we got la- at the end of last week, he goes and reaches out to Ryan, who again, Ryan wants the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, very important. Uh, you know, for a boy. Yeah. You know, his age, especially a boy like Ryan, who mm. who's a superpowered individual. And I loved when, you know, again, Anthony Stark kills it. But the way he says. You know, like when he said tells him, he's like, he's, I'm not mad at you. He's like, why would you think
0: that? Did you say Tony- Anthony Stark? Star. No, it sounded like you said Stark there for a second. I was like, oh. wait, Tony Stark is in this show. That's freaking <laughs> awesome not quite. So he would So tell, I, I thought, hold on. If if Iron Man was in this show, he'd last like a week and then Homelander would get mad and just cut him in half. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: It that this was this that scene was a great start and it just it was a nice little hint of what was to come as far
0: as the relationships between fathers and sons. Mhm yeah no you're right it was it was really it was really i liked the moment i actually liked i you know homelander is my favorite character on the show right and uh i liked everything that he did this week uh this week um yeah he it was really it was really quite good
1: yeah yeah it seemed like he was more under control uh, again notwithstanding the ending we'll Well, get to that but like, <laughs> but a lot of the, th- most of the time he seemed more under control mm-hmm. as, and because he was putting Ryan first, Yeah, which I, I'm really curious to see.
0: I'm going to argue he was in control at the ending, at the end of the episode. I, 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 I
1: wouldn't, when I say, in, I, I wouldn't say, I think that that was an emotional reaction, but it was targeted, so, Right.
0: Because yeah. instead of oh, just, oh, like,
1: absolutely. wiping everybody out, it was targeted. Because control. that was the offender, though. So, right. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I, I still, that's not but, under control, you mm-hmm. know, for somebody to do that and him uh, to do what oh, he did. I mean,
0: like, think if someone did that to Cooper.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, again, this is the thing. And, and this is why, going back to one of our other favorite shows, Homelander mm-hmm. is Superman, basically. We know that. But he's, seeing He's, he's bright and all grown up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's actually a better you know, comparison. What, what I'm what I'm saying control is just because you can do something, just because somebody might deserve it, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, you don't necessarily do it. Which right. again, it's more that that reaction was more Homelander, and it was his in his character. It wasn't out of character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything else before that, he was absolutely. Ryan came first. Right. Which was a very interesting turn for him because we've never seen
0: him putting someone first the way he put Ryan. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Um, but that was really interesting. Then we segue into uh update on A train and he's going to visit his uh his brother. And uh, did A train's original suit have nipples? I can't say. I, I, I don't mean, recall. I, I don't I don't remember, but this one does now cuz they put him back in his original suit bat nipples. Yeah, like um I don't know, man. A-Train is is a huge sellout <laughs> just in general, but like I really didn't I didn't feel any like anything for him with what his brother did cuz Nathan's like, I don't want I don't want you. Go on and you get. I don't want you anymore. You get. <laughs> Um, you know, because he, he killed cause a train killed blue Hawk and instead of like having him tried and, you know, a public trial and, and all of that stuff, which is what Nathan wanted. Nathan just wanted him to go to jail. He didn't want him dead. Nathan seems to be pretty level headed for a guy who just lost the use of his legs. Yeah. Which, and he was in, he was back from the hospital pretty quickly after well, something. We got, don't know that how long problem. has passed. Right. I mean, they're not yeah. very, they're not very good at like the whole timeline thing.
1: No, they're not.
0: That That's true.
1: Which uh, I think that, you know, A-Train didn't have much to do in this episode. And yeah. I'm thinking we're really going to the next season. We're going to see a big uh, face turn for, for A-Train. I
0: hope not. Like, I kind of hope Homelander gets fed up and just. <laughs>
1: well, I, I, I really think that's
0: going to happen to him. Yeah. Oh, after I just the face it's... turn. But yes. I don't want to feel sorry for him when it happens. I kind of want to cheer for it. I actually like that
1: because, so, I mean, you know, those those aren't necessarily mutually exclusive yeah. because, again, you could yeah. still not like him even though, hey, wow, he did such a good job here. He did this, that, and the other. But I really think that's what this is leading up to, although I hope they don't do a, a fake out like they did this week with another character oh, that had yeah. a very good so, arc, that, which was my biggest problem in the yeah. episode.
0: I will say I do like Jesse T. Usher. I do like the actor in this role and like, I kind of am excited to see what he does after the boys. Um, because a train is not to, supposed to be someone you like and he does a really good job. I will also say it was really interesting that like a lot of this episode, he didn't have the glasses on. Um, you right. Know, like the Adrian, like goggle glasses, things that uh, wrap And it was yeah. just kind of weird to see him without the glasses on cause you never actually see his eyes. Right. So you do see that he has actual remorse for what he did. Um, and, and he's really struggling with now having blue Hawks heart in him. Cause notice he did not tell Nathan that. No, he did not. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was definitely interesting. Um, but yeah, just kind of rolling through, like we, we finally catch up with butcher and and Huey and, uh, butcher knocks him the fuck out. (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was
1: thinking there was a better way to do that butcher you know that right (laughs) that was the butcher way
0: there's only there's only one way and it's violence (laughs) (laughs) um i did i did like that the the key to the bathroom was on literally on a hubcap that was that was some old school shit right there that was hilarious um but, like, they take off and he asks, uh, like, Soldier Boy wakes up for, like, a second in the backseat. And he's like, oh, where's, uh, I forget what he calls him, the beta or something like that. And uh, he's like, oh, he uh, he went away or whatever. And and he's like, all right, wake me when we get to New York. <laughs> yeah. And I, and Soldier Boy, you know, again,
1: I'm partial to him because also it's Jensen Ackles. And it was right. a much better rendition than, movie, than than Soldier Boy in the comic. Yeah. I really like that conversation he has with butcher again, going back to fathers and sons. And he talks about his upbringing, how instead of Brooklyn, he was South Philly. Right. (laughs) And all this stuff about the soldier boy story. Mm -hmm. And and that was bullshit. Right. And talks about how his father was, he might not have been physically abusive, but he was absolutely emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. And, you know calls him always calling him a disappointment and then he says a real man wouldn't have cheated right after he gets it you know powered up right and i, I think that was that was you know one of those moments where this yeah you know, this is a second time you see soldier boy actually vulnerable right and you know the last time was with huey and this time was with butcher which i saw i thought it was pretty funny watching those two commiserate mm-hmm. uh those two curmudgeony individuals you know commiserating about just the you know the terrible upbringing of terrible father figures they had in their lives
0: yeah yeah i mean it was it was it was cool um it's just cool to see that like jenkins i mean Jenkins Ackles is great um you know um obviously we'll talk about what happened to him here in a little bit But um, then next is Annie shows up to pick Huey up from the, uh, from the gas station. And, you know, I I feel like they, they reconciled a little too fast. Yeah. I think what Huey does for her later, that's when they should have reconciled because that would have been a much more like interesting thing for Huey to do, especially when he decides not to take the temp fee. Mm
1: -hmm. Which, you know, going to the temp V thing. Why well, didn't starlight like, pick up some regular V?
0: Right. I mean, I know you said like
1: we, you thought there was, you know, yeah, no, I
0: rewatched. So he only picked up one vial. So I don't yeah. like, I think he, whatever he put into, um, Kamiko, I think was it was just, just like, like part of it. Yeah. It was just like, whatever the, the vials like stained blue or something. I don't know. And just bad, bad editing. Not to have like an that. empty vial. And bad, then you have uh, continuity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> At least it wasn't a Starbucks cup.
0: Well, I, but you know, I mean, Starbucks is the most uh, important coffee chain in all of Westeros. I mean, where, <laughs> I mean, what else are the mermaids going to do to make, to make uh golden dragons? <laughs> I mean, they, like, you know, it's one, one tall coffee for, for one golden dragon. So that's why they call them the golden company. Don't they? that right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Um, and then, you know, they're at Vought, there's all sorts of stuff going on at Vought this time. Um, you have Noir showing up and, um, you know, the Confederacy of dunces with Ashley and, and the deep, (laughs) in there <laughs> um i liked it because he um like he's like telling noir like oh you're the only one i can count on you're the one that's there for me and then did you know that my dad existed or did you know soldier boy was my dad and it turns out you knew, new and just so yeah. i think bucky uh
1: in you know civil wars is glad is happy that tony stark didn't have homelander powers because that's i mean that's what he tried he
0: tried to do that he tried to blow a hole right through bucky but yeah yeah
1: because when he said because when homelander says did you know about my that's the first thing i thought of right and you could see it really hurt him because he's trusted noir you know this whole time i mean partially because noir says doesn't say anything but and just does his job but uh but seeing him, you know, saying, You should have told me And then an uppercut to the stomach or through the
0: stomach, I just, should say. Yeah. So um which is gonna be a um a recurring theme about certain body part that gets just pulled out of people this week. Uh yeah. So um I did you think for a second that like maybe Noir was gonna pull it together?
1: Are you sorry talk about his insides? Yeah.
0: Like just kind of like I, stuff I, it back in and like heal up.
1: For a second, I yeah. I did think that, and then when the little animated things came out, I said, "Oh yeah, it's, it's
0: we'll, over." We'll see you soon in Christ's and <laughs> like, wait, Wait a second, what is happening here? That's why it was funny because it literally came from no out of nowhere. Because maybe Irv was like you know. Um. You know more whatever more more christian than than yeah. you know maybe he was part of, of samaritan's samaritan's embrace yeah I, I wasn't sure about that but yeah i for a second i did think but
1: i think the you know the the curtain has closed on noir uh, Yeah.
0: so I, i'm gonna I say did. i liked I, we talked about this earlier but i liked the difference in the noir story from the comic as yes. as as it's been handled so far but i'm thinking what if they're like hey we're going to bring back black noir but it's what they did in the comics and they replace who's inside the suit with who's inside the suit
1: mhm
0: i i don't know i i just just
1: with, and again what with, with what they did with mave mm-hmm. um what they do with soldier boy which i think is the right move mm-hmm. it, you yes for soldier boy you no that. for
0: Maeve. right correct so
1: yeah but I don't, because uh, yeah. we do get we we get it's a very interesting pairing at the you know when everybody kind of collides at Vault towers you have you know soldier boy Trying to do what he, he what Butcher wanted him to do, and Butcher takes his foot off the gas because Ryan is there and potentially in danger. And there's there is a good scene between Homelander trying to talk to Soldier Boy and trying to tell him, "Hey, this is your grandson." And for and you could see for a second Soldier Boy seemingly thinking about what he could have had, and then then he goes the route of his father. But I think it was more of an indictment of himself as well because he tells, he says to Homelander, you know, you, if you weren't such a effing disappointment or no, if you weren't so weak. And right. then he said, Homer says, he's like totally confused but I'm mm. you. Right. And he says, I know.
0: <laughs> and Which like, was a cool a moment. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. Um... And I don't know if, I don't think because butcher is only saying it because you can see butcher smiling during all this mm-hmm. he and again it doesn't matter to him because he just wants homelander at, before you know the whole Ryan thing but it just seeing I, I don't think he understood that that was you know soldier boy was saying that about himself right. as well as right.
0: about homelander yeah which I thought that was a really cool scene yes sir um that whole fight I, I gotta say the the fights this season have been great. Yeah. Um it was it was great the fight, like um so Butcher and, and you know Soldier Boy, their fight this time where the two of them were fighting was really cool, especially when Butcher grabbed him by the throat and then like cut his face with the with oh, the yeah. heat vision. Um or yeah, the laser cool. eyes, whatever you want to call it. Um that was that was really that was really kind of interesting. Um I think the use of butcher's use of heat vision was really, really good all season um almost Mary Sueish.
1: oh yeah <laughs> he,
0: I mean I guess he did he did have the issue at first like when he when he cut the car in half when he killed um gunpowder right because um, he could
1: that was like zod in Man and right Steel.
0: he just couldn't control it uh but he he quickly uh quickly got over that but um no the, the, that fight was really good mave versus homelander was awesome. But Maeve, when she threw that vial of um, Russian nerve agent out the window, it's like, you cannot be considered a hero. You just killed like however many people when that thing landed and turned into an aerosol. Yeah. Violent, horrible, violent deaths, according to (laughs) Frenchie. So that was was kind of a a thing.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're going to have her do this. Uh,
0: We don't need to. Worry about where it lands right, and who it right. kills, but I mean, I guess that is also the um, the mo for these characters. Yeah, it is like through and, and through. The, the only one that's a hero is Annie, right? And in a way, that's like that's partially
1: disappointing, but it also highlights her virtue as a character because despite all of this stuff around her, she continues to do her best and that's all we can ever do is do our best to do what's right. You know, we're not going to always, you know, be, be the best or do, do the right thing. But as far as soups with people with powers, Mm -hmm. she's the one that's trying to do the right thing and does the best job.
0: Uh, So yeah, you're right. He's the only hero. So, uh, yeah. And then she shows up with, uh, mm ready to take out, uh, take out Homelander or take out soldier boy. Um, Frenchie and Kamiko are in one of the vault labs so he can cook up another batch of the, the nerve agent. And I love when he walked in, because like I'm in heaven, that's what he said. He said, I'm in heaven. <laughs> um, and the whole thing, like Kimiko listening to maniac, um, Not going through would... the fight, like, Oh, so here's, here's what we got to think about for like the rest of the series is like, what is her soundtrack going to be for violence? yeah that like that man eater awful. oh here she yeah. comes oh watch out boy so <laughs> you know she'll chew you up um you know shit like that like they can have a lot of fun with this uh but frenchies so here was my favorite part about Frenchie is he actually looked like he did in the comics for a little bit with the goggles and what the mask and everything oh, okay, yeah like yeah. Okay. and then he had the goggles on at the end too which i really liked it was a nice little like kind of like tip of the hat to like who he really well not who he really was because he's pretty close to who he was in the comic, but to who he was in the comic was great. Um, just the look as well. Um, oh, when they all meet up at the um the Flatiron Building and and Huey walks in and she <laughs> and what she said to Huey was amazing. Oh my goodness! You it's... look like a bottom that's just screaming to be wrong dogged. <gasps> oh yeah, i laughed so I, I laughed i laughed far too hard at that <laughs> I, I did too because that's just what i think when i look at jack Quaid. anyway
1: one absolutely right and two it was so out of left so unexpected i had to like
0: i paused the pause right. it for a second well the disgust just... on her face too right yeah like when she right. walks in like when he walked in like her lip like curled up like ugh, like ugh, what is what is this oh it's a it's a bottom pain in the rock Oh, my God. It was just so funny. Um, so,
1: yeah. again, talking about heroes now, just because you do something heroic doesn't mean you're a hero, like you were talking about with Mae did as far as throwing a file out. But she did do something heroic uh, when she – because, again, at that one point where they take get the advantage over Soldier Boy thanks mm-hmm. to Huey uh, powering up,
0: I guess you would say. Yeah, he like overpowered Annie, cool. Annie, which was that was a really cool scene. And like I said, I yeah. wish that would have been like they, they waited until after for them after that for them to reconcile, because like, yeah, I, they should have been fighting in the car the whole time. Like, yeah, I'll I'll yeah. say that scene reminded me a
1: little bit of uh the Avengers when Thor hits Tony with the lightning. It's like, oh, yeah. How about that? But again mave and again I, like after losing an eye which was that was pretty gnarly well
0: she's the one who sees things
1: yes she's one watching you know, she paid him back with a you know a mm-hmm. spike or whatever that was through homelander's year oh which, yeah and that was that great was... how they use the sound on that that but her but her seeing that you know soldier boy because he says i'm not going back in that box yeah and he's about to go nuclear and kill pretty much everybody in the building or yeah. everybody in that floor and Mae, you know, sacrifices herself. And I'm going to say this with quotations Quotes. because, end, end of quote, <laughs> because we there's no there's like okay there's no way she's going to survive that because right. nobody has been that close to him and right. you could you couldn't identify. So the fact that she not only survives that explosion, it's not that she survives the explosion because again she
0: gets depowered. Right. They're falling from fifty stories or whatever. So do we know how quickly it takes to depower them when he does that?
1: No, we don't. But I'm even talking about just the fact that he's incinerated people before. Now he did hit Kamiko with it and, and it did not, you know, incinerate her. Which I'm wondering if he only gets to that incineration part maybe.
0: Um when uh, he gets I mean he, he gets but the triggered. way he exploded though, right? It like yeah it was like a mushroom cloud and it took out like yeah. it definitely killed a whole bunch of people oh it absolutely did so so
1: and i and again i know why they did you know the, as far as they want her to have a happy ending because you know she was you know the lgbt ca- character and all this stuff but i think it takes away from her sacrifice yeah. sh- her showing up with just a you know just the eye patch and you know her arm in a sling mm-hmm. after that right I think that was, you know, a very. That's one of those things where, again, I'm, I'm not in love with her character in the sense of Maeve. And even if I was, yeah. Yeah. And even if I was, I, I would say it cheapens it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It it cheapens her sacrifice, allowing her to survive that.
0: Yeah, I think, I think this is a case where, like, they don't want to kill anybody off anymore. That they, or I guess they don't want to kill any main characters off that they don't have to
1: yeah and and again i i understand because i think there are sometimes shows and movies kill characters for the shock value right but when it's but if, if it's for the script and it and it's an important part of the script i think this was an important aspect of her finding redemption after some of the things she has done throughout her you know over the last few years as a hero as a member of the seven and this was her penance and i i i don't like this decision to keep her alive just because of it just it again it cheapens for me it for me personally it just cheapens her sacrifice yeah i
0: agree yeah i agree 100% i mean i i think um I don't know. I don't, I don't understand like why they do some of the things they do. Let's be honest. Um, she was, you know, she's a, to me, she's been a throwaway character almost the whole time. Um, and then the little scene at the end where Annie visits her and her girlfriend who have reconciled, um, and, and, you know, it's just like, Oh, well you saved me when you were sexually assaulted and I insulted you. You know? Yeah. Like that was really dumb. That was pandering. And, you know, I think, but I do think like the whole thing was like, Vought celebrates the life of Maeve, lesbian superhero. And it's like that right there is why they didn't kill her. Because they're not going to kill a lesbian character or an LGBTQ character. They're just not going to do it. No. They're not going to kill. They're th- Honestly, I, I, I seriously doubt they'll kill A-Train. They'll kill the deep before they kill A-Train oh absolutely they will um speaking of the deep uh, <laughs> oh god what a fucking idiot kevin is so dumb <laughs> um but like his wife already wrote a book in too deep
1: <laughs> <laughs> i thought that, that build the title and then her coming up
0: for air yeah. underwater right yeah um it was it was just i don't know um when they, when him and Ashley go and confront Homelander, oh, him and Ashley and A-Train go and confront Homelander there and he tells Ashley to take the uh, the wig off and like just the look of disgust on the Deep's face and then um, lambast um, A-Train for killing Blue Honking. He's like, you killed one of your own. You killed one of us. And it's like, wait a second.
1: You and killed. A-Train, you yeah. see him look, he oh, looks yeah. at Noir's helmet like, uh, didn't you just tell us you killed Noir?
0: Yeah, and he's like, but he attacked me, or or no, he he kept my dad from me. Like he justified it, yeah. like because he's just insane and can rationalize everything that he does. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was like I don't know, like the the deep having to kill the uh, the presumptive um, nominee for vice president because mm-hmm. we finally found out what uh, what Homelander's price was to um to help newman newman yep she's a great character by the way and she's a hundred percent gonna explode bobby singer's head oh absolutely she is so that she can be actually you know what she'll probably do just as hard
1: that would be that would be better because you know it'll be subtle right or she like
0: like because i imagine she's got enough control that she could like do like a brain aneurysm or something
1: yeah, that's what she did with Starlight, as far as yeah, making her right. her nose bleed. Right. right so right. I really want—I still want to know what happened to her daughter, or like what power
0: she got. See, I think not showing that is great leading into the next season.
1: Oh no, don't get me wrong. I actually think that was a great decision to leave us to leave that thread open. Mm-hmm. I just—I just want to know what it is, and you know, what happens, or what happens if she—it was something that mutated her, you know, from a physical standpoint.
0: That there's a lot of stuff well, they can I think play with I think that. that's what happened so you know I mean that's my opinion I, th- I think you know because obviously Newman is not a character not this version of Newman is not a character in the comic right so
1: we also get the Ryan slash Brightburn at the end with Homelander as we were talking about earlier where Homelander explodes a dude's head who hits Ryan with something I don't know what it was
0: so can we call him the Sunlander how the sunlight <laughs> oh my god wait a second hold on i gotta do that again how dare you there we go now you can hear it <laughs> oh.
1: and what when we were talking about this before what you said is how long it took that actor to play ryan to get that smile right
0: dude the, because the just the closing scene with him making the anthony uh star face was just oh so good yeah so Well, Butcher did tell him, Mm -hmm. you know, you screw up. I'm going to come for you. Yep. Yes, sir. Ryan's done for. So, yeah, he threw a bottle. And then um, in the crowd was was, um, Jerry or Gary or whatever. Gary, I think. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. um, Or Todd. What? Todd. That's right. It's Todd. Yeah. Who was uh, um, Mother's Milk's. uh,
1: Ex's kid's husband. stepdad,
0: yeah. Um, he, he starts cheering for it. It's like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Like and legitimately, then, dude. Why are you so dumb?
1: And then everybody else follows with the cheers. Yeah. So
0: um did you like the Homelander fans chance? Starlight lied and children died. Oh yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of those like, like what is happening what is wrong like, or, with you people
1: yeah or i like uh, i believe starlight or something like that like yeah slash, uh,
0: <laughs> hashtag me too yeah hashtag homelight <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway all right so out of five one-eyed pirate maves i give it a four
1: it, it's again it's i i said it was considering the last three episodes, it was for me a a small step down. Uh, there was only one thing I really didn't like. And I think I talked about that enough with the decision to keep Maeve alive. Uh, even though if there were some loose threads, as far as continuity sake, I thought it was still a solid end to an amazing season.
0: Yeah. This season was was much better than I thought it was going to be much, much better. like, yes it absolutely was because i
1: I definitely was kind of hesitant going in based Mm. on some of the things we had read and you know knowing eric kripke as far as you know his train of thought but you know what he did he even though again there were things that were in our face that were a little overkill mm-hmm. and i don't mean i mean on the le- on the left side and right because he does yeah. a decent job of making fun of or calling out some of the things on both sides that's right. not what i didn't i like that i didn't like how overt it was at times right so right even right. if some certain things made me laugh i still think it was like okay that was a little much
0: yeah on, on both sides on like the, yeah a little much for like going either way like because they've kept it pretty close to down the middle right but, right. like, you know, yeah. whatever. Anyway, all right, sweet. Let's move on to the terminal list, the uh, the list of 1,000 terminals. So <laughs> so this show's really interesting. He just goes from, like, computer to computer typing stuff in um, and then marking off on his list <laughs> that he did so. It's it's much more exciting than you would think with him doing <laughs> it, with, with Chris Pratt doing that. I really kind of like it. And who would have thought you'd need a Navy SEAL to, like, use the air can to clean the, the terminal keyboards and everything. It's Wonderful. And the fact that it's in the fifties when there were terminals, yeah, I,
1: <laughs> I seriously need my keyboard, like this thing right here. I need a new keyboard just because I don't want it. it doesn't clean right now. I need uh, to take it apart, no. but oh. yeah. So yeah. I, I had heard, I'd heard of this. I'd heard of this series, you know, from Jack Carr, the terminal list series. Cause I think there's, I don't know there's five or six books maybe in the series and I've never read it. I, I did read a sample of the first book, which this season takes this season is book one. Mm-hmm. And this is just like a sample. I read it was like 40 pages. And even in those 40 pages, there are a lot of things that were different than what we got or not a lot, but there were a few things that were obviously All different, right. but you know, the basics of the show is, you know, Chris Pat is James Reese, Navy SEAL commander. He loses his whole team in Ace, in what they in what he realizes was a setup. And, you know, they were going for this, uh I think it was a like some type of chemist, uh terrorist mm-hmm. like that deployed by terrorists or what have okay. you. Very Jack Reacher or not Jack Reacher, it was I mean sort of Jack Reacher, but I was about to say very Jack Ryan. Yeah, it's
0: very twenty four too though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. That's another good one. Uh well, the first couple of seasons at least. Yeah.
0: The 3rd uh, season but... of 24 is the best season. Yeah, you told me and that. I, I will like I... anyone who disagrees. Yeah. I might have to watch one of these days watch that. James James Batchdale I... is awesome in that episode in that series season. Sorry. Yeah, you that was the LA one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you told me about. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'll have to keep that in mind. So the idea is that and this is what I like about this show especially early on, I didn't know what the hell was real and what was not real. Right. Because what we find is, is James Reese, you know, has, first of all, he's in, he was an explosion when his team died. Mm-hmm. And so like, okay, you have a major concussion, but you find out he is more going on, you know, in his head. And, and, so you don't know if what he's seeing is real or what he's thinking is real or if he's just paranoid because of his injuries and all this stuff, which I thought was fantastic because it early on it puts you kind of like you can't get comfortable because you just don't know. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is he just seeing this <laughs> kind of like Black Noir, seeing right. his little his little animated friends right, or whatever? Right, right, right. And, and again, since we're you know going – uh, you know, non-spoiler. I have to say, and I said this, and then you said it. You told me this as well yesterday when we were talking about it. This is absolutely, or it might have been today. Days run together. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely Chris Pratt's hands-down his best performance that I've seen. One hundred percent.
0: He he's done such a good job going between manic and strategic, and you know the the scene where at the in the first episode. So in the first episode, I, I will admit I like the first episode a lot, but it does drag a little bit
1: it does because they're yeah, trying to
0: set everything up in one episode and i think it works because it's without commercial interruption, it's streaming and all 8 episodes are out right away. I think right. had <clears throat> what happens in the premiere not being able to watch the second episode right away would have sucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I think this is really, I think it's really good. And yeah, I do think this is his best role. I mean, this is the, like, this is very close to his character in zero dark 30. Um, he's -hmm. very serious. He's very dour. Um, you look at the character and you, you, you see James Reese. You don't necessarily see Chris Pratt like you do in some other things.
1: Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Cause that's what you said. Like, you know, he's not playing Chris Pratt. He's playing this character and you absolutely buy it which i thought it was disingenuous for certain publications to talk about the dourness and of this and we know why they were
0: talking about it like that well here's the thing is these critics hate chris pratt they hate him they hate his guts they absolutely do. they yeah. they want they want him dead like i'm not even being facetious they would be happy if he died like like the um, here since i have it up um the douchebag from TV Line, David Demitz, would be like, "Oh, Chris Pratt died, yay!" Uh, Daniel Daddario from Variety would be the same way. Like these people have no, no, anything towards, you know, objectivity when it comes to this stuff. They're so far up mm-hmm. their own butts, and the like, you know, the fact that like it's a forty percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. It's like, okay, whatever. And the fact that cinema and cinema blend is like, this is a show for dads. It's like, no, this is a really good show that a lot of people would actually like if you guys were actually honest about this, um, yeah. and not and just like elitist douchebags.
1: Yeah. And that's why I love what Jack Carr says is like, this was not made for the critics. This was made for the special operators, for the fans, uh, well, I think Chris Pratt said like the special operators mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and the people that put the blood, sweat, and tears. But Jack Carr said, you know, it's it's made for it's not made for critics, and mm-hmm. I like that. Nothing I think, should be made I don't for think critics. Anything should be That's made for the critics.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely
1: so. right. You know yeah.
0: what should be made for critics? That like uh, cone thing that you lower them down to, and then it <laughs> splits them in half as you put more weight on their shoulders. <laughs> That should be made for for some of these main mainline critics.
1: Um, Man, that reminds me of a uh, like a torture device I saw when I was looking up medieval
0: torture devices. Yeah, that's a exactly years what ago. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what I was like, like. That sounds very familiar. Like David, da- I mean, David Ammons might like that, you know. <laughs> Until so, it's too and, late. And again- but I mean, like, sorry, you just have comments like it's all potatoes and no meat. The action is bloody but not exciting. The story is bewildering but not interesting. What were you watching? Yeah. One, the
1: story is very interesting. And and again, like I said, if you can't be captivated by a guy, by something, you're not sure if this guy is fucking crazy. Right. Or if everything is going on. And up until like, like, I don't know if it's the end of the first episode or like part of the second episode where like there's the the one guy on his list he gets. Mm -hmm. I still didn't know if he was just. Right. Uh, all of this was just part of his it wasn't you know, mania until or
0: it wasn't until him and Constance Wu's character Kate met for lunch, and yes. he's like, "We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go." And then he runs into that car, and he pulls out the um you know the hit list, which Gordo, the guy he crashes into in that car, was Jack Carr, which you told me, yeah, um as yeah. a commando, commando there, but um, it wasn't until he handed her that like i i half expected him to hand her the the the, the folder and it would just be mm-hmm. all blank
1: i thought so too i absolutely and
0: thought so. and the fact that it For wasn't was even better
1: yeah because he said you know this was a, a kill folder or a kill port or a file or something i can't remember the name of it but a target uh file or something like that mm-hmm. but and also the action is not he, it, the action and the gunplay in this show is amazing, and it only gets better. I know you said you're what, midway through season, episode, episode five. Episode five, yeah. Or, yeah, so there, are, there's going to be a couple more crazy fu- gunfight
0: scenes, which are absolutely tremendous. Well, like when he takes the, um, the shot at the dude in the Porsche. Yeah, like that was awesome. That was so cool. Um, I gotta say the one, the one thing I really that I really have trouble with, with this show Mm -hmm. is that Tim Riggins is playing Tim Riggins. Like Taylor (laughs) Kitsch is supposed to be a CIA ground, ground branch officer. I want to see, I like when Taylor Kitsch is like more cleaned up when he doesn't have the Mm -hmm. long ass Tim Riggins hair. Right. Right. Like he just looks like that, that character. He was so great as Riggins. I love Ms. Riggins. Um, you know, I'm, one of my favorite things to do is tell someone they're a coward, Riggins, and that you'll steal a cripple's girl, but you won't fight a cripple. It's the best line <laughs> from the entire show, right? And it's pointing at yeah. the guy who totally deserves it. But Yeah, and I, I really
1: liked him yeah. as uh, uh, Murph, too, in yeah. lone, lone,
0: lone Survivor. Oh, yeah, right? But I think, like, if he had the look he had in um, Battleship, right, with the shorter mm-hmm. hair... Mm-hmm. this character works so much better and is so much more like menacing. Like you're supposed to know that he is I'm incapable looking because right. now he just looks like a homeless stone or like, or he's like his character from savages. Yeah. But like <laughs> less crazy. Yeah.
1: So, um, and hit hey, you, you've run into your boy, Jai Courtney, who I love Jai played- Courtney.
0: And this is the exact yeah. kind of role that manic maniac. Um, Like, you know, I mean, Varro was a great character for him to be introduced to the world. Captain Boomerang was the best part of the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad, both of them, both movies.
1: Hands down. Um, Yes. Yes. And yes.
0: You know, I hated him as John McClane's kid, but that wasn't his fault. It was just a bad movie. Um, movie. He's great in Reacher as the bad guy or one of the bad guys. Um, But yeah, it's just like this. These are the kind of roles that Jai Courtney excels at. Um, yeah. I love when he's like taking the, the, um, what's it called? The Talos, uh, tactical team, his Marine Raiders through the, uh, the course. And he gets all pissed because the one guy messed up and he's, he's like, I'll, you know, I'll kill you myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever he says. Um, but yeah, uh, an exciting appearance by Sean Gunn, um, yeah. from Capstone. I, I thought that was, that was really, it was nice to see he met a fitting end for his character.
1: Yeah, he did.
0: Um, uh, Marco Marco Rodriguez as uh, Marco Del Toro was in this, and you know they gave at the end of um, episode four or five, they gave him a night. I think it was episode four. They gave him the nice like send off because he died this year, and you know that's kind of sad. Carsten um, yeah. Norgard shows up as a as a businessman, which was always fun to see him show up in things because he, he's the he's Coach Wolf Stanson from mighty ducks too It always comes back to that doesn't he's it? the icelandic coach. Oh, yeah, dude, everything can come back to the mighty ducks
1: <laughs> Oh, that's great uh, But yeah, I I really really like this show Uh, the, there are some things and again This is not always bad like when somebody says something's predictable, because as we've known with M night Shyamalan, sometimes when you try to be clever, it just doesn't work. Right, 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 right. So if, if it's straightforward and, and again, there's some, there's the story's mostly straightforward. Once we realize that, okay, he's not crazy. This stuff is really happening with a couple twists that you kind of see coming. At least I did like early on, but overall this show is, I, I, I will absolutely watch the show again uh they have done a great job for them with shows like this i mean first it was jack reacher or jack i keep saying Jack reacher, reacher. yeah first, first it was jack ryan with our boy uh krasansky and then it was reacher uh, a couple few months ago only a few months ago and now we have this i mean that you know this whole espionage thrilling you know mystery unfolding amazon has done
0: a good job with i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit about jack ryan the first season of jack ryan was really good and it probably should have just been one season season two was a little bit
1: disappointing but at least for me yeah. Uh, season three i'm i'm i hope they can write the ship in season three because they just i think they stopped they just finished filming or not just they finished filming in october of last year so so I'm hoping um, that they can get back to what season one was.
0: Yeah. The other thing I really like was Jean Triplehorn showing up as Lorraine Hartley, who is the secretary of defense in this world. Yeah. Um, I really do like her as an actress and she's the female, like Sean Bean. So I'm expecting like just a horrible end to her life. She wasn't in, she wasn't the, um,
1: Harrison Ford's wife. Was she in uh, the original Patriot games or yeah. anything like no, that? No, no,
0: that was uh, Ann Archer was. But um, okay, that's okay. She um she was um in um the Air Force One, I think.
1: What I think, think that's what I'm thinking of.
0: I mean, she was a president's wife in something, I'm sure. But no, I really like her. She's I don't know. She's always fun. I really liked her in um. Oh, what was it? The one with um. Waterworld. No, well, yeah, in Waterworld, definitely, because I love Waterworld unapologetically, because it's a Kevin Costner movie. No, oh, very bad things with Christian Slater, <laughs> where she was—I uh, want to say she was Daniel Stern's wife, or maybe Jeremy Pippen's wife, but yeah, she was great in that. Um, but no, I, I, really, I really do like her. Um, she's like—I I don't know—I always like seeing her. She's a good actress, so, and I think this is a good role for her and the way that she does the um like trying to help the operators like get Mm -hmm. better benefits and and trying to not just like kill them and and you know tear them down i think is is really good
1: yeah and and i really like uh what some of the other stuff that happens down the line what you what you hear like why certain Mm -hmm. things are happening right and it's a it's on its face it's one of those things where, or like, that's a good noble cause. It's, it's just along the lines of, okay, that's a good cause, but what are you doing to get there? And right. Yeah. So I, there's some good interesting things that happen in in this show. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that again, I think the action is, is nearly top notch. Some, some solid acting Chris Pratt, his, his best role of his career yet. And uh, again, like, I just, I really had a lot of fun with this and it's something I will absolutely watch again. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. And you also can't forget Jean Hemp- triple horn was, um, Tom Cruise's wife in the, uh, in the firm. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, she was, but anyway, yeah, it's just, uh, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. So, all right. So out of 10, what did I call this? Out of ten, intestines axed to a post. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good one. What do you, I give what it a solid. Give us- I, I give it an eight. Uh, it, it, there were again. I would. I would give it an eight point five. But there were a couple mistakes. I have to take you know a half a point off for a couple predictability and some of the things that just, just a little couple few issues here and there. But it it was an eight because again, very good acting, great action, and Chris Pratt's best role to date. So eight yeah. out of ten.
0: Cool. Um, so, so far I have mine so far and goods, um, I'm doing a seven out of 10. I, I think it's mm-hmm. good. I, 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 you know, it's really good. I'll, I'll definitely watch, uh, the rest of it this weekend and I will, uh, I will enjoy it greatly. Um, for sure. Yeah. But it's, it's just one of those things that I I do think there's some times where it drags just a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, and I, that's I think, fair. um, there's some superfluous characters and things like that. And, you know, I really want to see Taylor Kitsch get out of like the Tim Riggins, you know, mold. Yeah. So just, and, and I'm not saying like the character, just the mold, the way he looks. Yeah, because
1: that automatically puts you in a frame mm-hmm. of mind for looking at him as okay he was like this with this right.
0: character and, and this character and so. you know i get it he's got a glorious head of hair right so good on him but at the same time come on dude. come on yeah come on <laughs> but uh, which okay. as an aside real
1: quick but i will say that there was an excellent article written about him and i sent you that you know you yeah, I didn't if, read Yeah, you know, you're yet, interested so. in him. It where well, I'm trying to think and I'm looking at it now. Uh from Esquire, a very good article about him and his acting and you know him coming up and you know just where he is now. I, I thought that was it was a good look into you know Taylor Kitsch as you know an actor and, and mm-hmm. more so as a person than as an actor. So I would recommend that it's on Esquire's you know website. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm checking out. Um maybe I'll put it I'll grab that and put it in the show notes. But yeah. All right. Well, quick episode. We were at just under an hour. We're good to go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Any last words?
1: Nope. But uh no. I is there I'm unfortunately I'm I'm drawing a blank to see if there's anything coming out, like a show wise in the next week or so. Gotta finish Stranger Things, that's what what I'll be doing. Hmm. So only had the last two episodes left which almost were spoiled accidentally but you know
0: well I haven't even watched it so I don't really know if it's me spoiling well, you or
1: granted I almost got spoiled by going through you know going through like you know these article Google articles mm-hmm. and then there was a and I had to turn away real quick but I haven't I told you like when you almost said it I, mm-hmm. I think I know what happens but to one of the characters but yeah I'm just holding out hope that I'll stay surprised.
0: Well, why would you, why would you do such a thing? (laughs) Read through Google articles?
1: (laughs) Well, not for stranger things. It was, it wasn't for stranger things. It was just, you know, I hit Google and I have, you know, the top articles, sometimes it's sports stuff. And, you know, sometimes it's movie or TV show stuff. And there are some publications that still put spoilers in freaking article titles, which really irritates me, even if I'm not
0: the one being spoiled. So I see, I see, I get it. It's annoying, but yeah, that's about it. Very annoying. All right. Well, on that note, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. The infamous podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. Our website or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Later.